This podcast is brought to you by Eisner Award-winning comic book store, Legend Comics and Coffee in Omaha, Nebraska. And listeners like you, head to TwoHeadedNerd.com and click donate or check us out at Patreon backslash TwoHeadedNerd. Coming to you live from the Ziggurat at Omaha, deep below the metro area, it's THN, cover to cover, live from the Ziggurat every Saturday. Today is February 27th, and my name is Matt Bomb. Hey, I guess that has to make me the internet's Joe Patrick. I think that's right. Yeah, you know, it's simple math. Yeah. Here's how it works every Saturday morning. Near, nearish to 11 Central Time. <laughs> Matt and I go live on our Facebook page and our uh, Zoom video hotline. It's a whole thing. I, I'm trying. To, I, I'm trying to come up with like a cool name for it. Uh, to wrap about the week's new comics, nerd news, movies, TV, and of course, the question of the week live with our listeners. Oh yeah. Here's how it works, kids. It's a live show. We need you to play along. So jump in our Zoom, or you can find that link on the top of our live stream on the Facebook chats. You can call us at 402-819-4894, the Ziggurat hotline, or you can click our Facebook call now button. That'll do the same thing. Or you can just chat with us on Facebook Live if you want to get in on the action. If you can't call in live, that's all right. You can send an MP3 to 2 at gmail.com anytime. You can leave a message on that same hotline I just told you about. It's totally radical but before we open the phone lines let's uh let's set up some headlines we're not going to go too deep in them so we want to talk about them with you cats but there's some news this week joe patrick it's time for nerd news uh we knew milestone was making a comeback milestone returns and the first launch titles and creative teams have been announced uh let me find that biz I've got the page open. Uh, so the first lineup of titles are going to be Static, Icon, and Rocket, and Hardware. Static will be by up-and-coming creator that we enjoy very much, uh, Vita Ayala. Oh, that's cool. I didn't know that. That's cool. Yeah. Uh, with art by Waka 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 Walk. I mean, they can read this stuff. Let's just give them the, let's just give them the broad strokes. <laughs> Uh, artist's name is Nicholas Draper Ivy, uh, with layouts by Criss Cross. That's kind of fun. Criss Cross. I love Criss Cross. Badass. It does not work enough. I know. Next up, uh, is hardware, or pardon me, Icon and Rocket from, uh, writer Reginald Hundlin, uh, and artist Leon, no part, yeah, artist Leon Chills. That's a badass name. Yeah. And uh, so Icon is basically the milestone Superman and his sidekick is named or his partner, I suppose, is named Rocket. Right. Uh, and then there is Hardware, who, which will be written by uh, Brandon Thomas with art by Hardware co-creator and the original artist Denny Cowan. Really? And his frequent artistic partner, Bill Sienkiewicz. That book is going to be amazing. <laughs> Wow. Yeah. Uh, You can find previews. You can find preview art of all three of these books uh, on Newsarama. They're going to be digital first, which seems to be DC's new thing. Yeah. Uh, You know, people, people were like, ah, it's kind of sucks that they're putting all the black books on digital first. It's like, it's not just them. It's they're doing that to a lot of their new titles. Yeah. They're doing it to other black characters too. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. 
so yeah, check out these milestone books. Um, you know, I, I had a handful of milestone comics back in the day. I loved static. I loved blood syndicate, which was like the team book. I, I never, uh, I didn't read milestone until way later. And I, I like, uh, it just yeah oh yeah no i, I it seemed I like a special thing i didn't I care like, and and they picked them up later and they're great hardware oh, they are great. yeah they're like super high quality um and you know i like i it took me a long time to kind of gain an appreciation for denny cowan but i'm definitely a fan now and i'm checking that out yeah he's a badass show. and it's like about time this has been coming back for 10 years i think we've been talking about this it's been quite some time yeah right. yeah right on time dc Right. Speaking of DC, um, it's all DC news this week. It's all DC uh, Yeah, news. you know, I didn't even intend for that to happen, but it, it is. We got a new uh, Superman movie coming. <laughs> I know. A, a, a Superman movie that some headlines are describing as a reboot, but uh, Newsarama is saying it's unclear whether it's a reboot or a continuation. But or a we, pre-boot. We are pretty sure that it will still star Henry Cavill, or at least Henry Cavill is hoping it will. <laughs> Uh, but the big takeaway from this news story is that the movie is going to be directed or produced rather by J.J. Abrams uh, with a script by author Ta-Nehisi Coates. Now, let's talk about that for just real quick. With that, so that's, which sounds like the anti Zack Snyder. That's exactly where I'm going with this. So everybody that thinks DC just doubled down on the Snyderverse and we're getting the, the Snyder cut of the Justice League and shut up, you, you crybaby snowflake liberal girls out there or whatever, because Superman murders people now and Batman murders people too. <laughs> we're all into murder. Fa- Guess what? They're doing that on HBO Max. You're right. But uh, the fact that they are making a new movie with this crew certainly leads me to believe it's going to have a very different tone. I find it very hard to believe Coates and Abrams, of all people, come out with the same dark, dour Superman. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And it does appear that this is part of a deal that Abrams had with uh, that made with Warner Brothers. Because I remember talking about this a long time ago. Uh, yeah, he made like a huge development it. deal with Warner Brothers. He's going to help produce uh, new movies and shows based on uh, Justice League Dark. Uh, so I don't know what all's entailing with that. I don't think there's any development on that. Yet. Obviously, Superman. <laughs> yeah, obviously, Superman's part of Justice League Dark. Yeah. Dark. Yeah. But I mean, J.J. Abrams. OK, yeah, yeah fine. Uh, but Ta-Nehisi Coates. I, I, I was just like, oh, yes, please. Yeah, I mean, it's interesting because, like, the last huge J.J. Abrams, you know, projects we had were Star Wars, and not everybody was crazy about how that went, and J.J. Abrams was vocal about how the studio very much steered him in a certain direction. I don't know that he's going to put himself in a position like that again. The dude is a powerful guy, so I have a feeling he's got some power here, and you're not going to get an author like Coates to come in and be like, yeah, I'm sure, you know, tell me what to write. Absolutely. I'll take the studio line and do whatever no, you no. want. I mean, know? the thing, the, the, the thing about DC is that, you know, say what you will about Snyder and, and all that other stuff. Um, it appears that uh, Warner brothers uh, kind of lets the director steal the sh- steer the ship. Like, you know, wonder woman has its own tone. Shazam had its own tone. Aquaman right. had its own tone. Right. And, I, and for better or for worse, the Justice League and Superman movies have their tone. And to be perfectly fair, I read that Vanity Fair article about Zack Snyder and his whole like journey through the Justice League and everything. And it really was like 
touching. And he went through a whole thing. And he's not crazy about he. I don't think he even said he's seen that cut of the movie because like his wife watched it with Christopher Nolan and they both came out and said, don't watch it. It's garbage. It's yeah. terrible. Now, yeah. do I think he's going to fix it and make it better? No. <laughs> no, I don't. I mean, I, I, <laughs> but so I'll he say, has every I'll right to though. do that, you know? I, I will say this, based on what I read, uh, it does seem like the Snyder Cut is essentially going to be a different movie entirely. We'll see. Yeah, I mean, I mean uh, similar plot beats. Certainly, the the like the the plot is the same. Steppenwolf, Mother Boxes, blah blah blah. A lot more spikes, though. A lot more spikes. Lot more dark spikes. side. Yeah, you know the Joker, <laughs> all kinds of stuff. But we've talked about um, we've talked about that at length. I think this is good news. Yeah. I think this is very I think it's, good news. I think it's good news as well. And now to the main event. <laughs> The Linearverse! Uh, yeah. Uh, so, speaking of DC, oh. we're moving on to comics again. Uh, as of this week, in the pages of uh, Generations Forged, which is not to be confused with Future State or Infinite Frontier. Nope. Uh, or... The Multiverse what, or the Omniverse. Or what was originally <laughs> intended by the Generations event that was uh, scuttled. Yeah. DC has introduced the concept of the linearverse. Uh, here's a quote from the comic. People age. Uh, this is Wave Rider talking to the Golden Age Batman. And it pretty because, much sets up the, the whole idea of the linearverse. Right. Yeah. I mean, In it's everything sentence. you need to know about that comic without having to read that comic. People age far more slowly, living much longer than elsewhere. Your youth and vitality will endure for decades enabling you to be effective far longer than the universal norm. So let's break that down real quick. Uh, yeah. So essentially uh, to, to nutshell it, this is wave rider basically telling Batman, Hey, remember all that shit you did in the forties? You did that. <laughs> yeah. But this was the forties. This was the 1940s Batman. So he's yeah. like, by the way, you're going to live all the way up through the nineties and the two thousands. Right. Um, so uh, yeah. Dan Jurgens in an interview with Newsarama uh, explained that essentially uh, everything that ever happened to these characters from decade to decade happened to the same character. So the 60s Superman is the same as the 40s Superman, who's yep. the same as the 90s Superman. Woof. Uh, <laughs> but there's caveats. There are caveats. The same uh, does not uh, count Jergen, for someone like Commissioner Gordon, for yes, example. Jergens goes, on, <laughs> Jergens goes on to say, uh, oh, no, I'm sorry. I read that completely wrong uh, when I said that to you. He said, quote, that isn't true for superheroes alone. Commissioner Gordon, for example, would have the same status. Right. So that was my mistake. Uh, so yes, all so the, everybody that lives in the linear verse is just not infinitely aging. old. Yeah, they're just not aging the same. They've just now. Here's the best part of the linear verse: if everything counts and it all happened and it's all the same character that's been active since like the forties, we have problems like, okay, let's talk about the flash of two worlds for a minute. Shall we? Let's talk about Jay Garrick and Barry. Barry okay, now they, 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 they were very, they were very clear to say that the linear verse is not the main DC universe. Right. It's this, its own separate this thing. This is a separate pocket thing. I'm just saying in the, we're playing in the pocket now. 
I'm trying to yeah. figure out the pocket rules. In the a world rules, yes. where Barry took the name The Flash because of a In comic the- book character named Jay Garrick. Right. Well, that he read about from Earth 2. Guess yes. what? Jay Garrick's always been there now. Oh, and by the way, there can't have been a crisis on multiple Earths because there are no multiple Earths. That means there was no crisis. So no, not everything happened. Yeah. yeah anything yeah. involving, and in fact, anything that involves your DC multiverse did not happen. In the linearverse. Right, in the linearverse. In the the linearverse. So he went on to Uh, say things like, Dan Juergens, God bless him, just like smiled. It it was like watching a a Trump press secretary, just smiling, going like, yep, that's, (laughs) it all makes sense, right? There it is, you know? (laughs) But like saying things, they were asking him questions like, okay, so the killing joke happened? He's like, "Uh uh-huh. Like, okay, in Batman Year One, that count? Yep. And like, what about the Dark Knight Returns? Like, yep, it'll happen too. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, like, yeah, like, and so essentially he says, uh, he said, um, you know, unfortunately some of these classic stories don't have a place in the linearverse, but he likes to think that at some point in the history of the linearverse, something like something close to Batman year one occurred. Yeah. <laughs> Which, but he goes on to say it would have happened in the thirties. Yeah. It would have happened in the thirties. Yeah. Uh, so I don't. <laughs> yeah, he call he he says that the linear verse is its own playground, which is fine. Like that's fine, right? Uh, but I don't understand how it works. They're not even trying. I don't, I they're don't not understand. trying. They're not trying. You can't just say, "Oh yeah, people age slower here." And they're like, "Are you kidding me?" So like, you've got. People that are like, oh, man, remember how we dressed in the 40s? That was wild. <laughs> yeah. Like, I just, what? I don't, like, what do, I just, like, I can't wrap my head, like, I, I understand all the words that they're saying. Right. But I can't wrap my brain around the concept as a functional storytelling device. Yeah, like. like if you want to have the Chris Claremont X-Men universe that Marvel shunted him into where it's just like, look, Chris Claremont's telling stories. Go nuts. Here's what happened if he never left the book. Right. You know, yeah. like, fine. You can do that. It's an other world, else world, you know, what if yeah. X-Men I mean, story. But that's like an, but e- that's an not, easy elevator pitch. Right. They're not going to try and tell you, oh, not only is Logan hundreds of years old. So is Cyclops. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Here, here's a quote from the article. Uh, so the, the same Bruce Wayne, whose parents were killed in crime alley in the late twenties or early thirties. Right. And first took the streets of Gotham city as a vigilante in 1939 is the same guy still fighting crime in 2021. Technology advanced, fashion changed world events like wars and presidential terms passed normally yes. in real time. Yeah. But the characters only aged a few years and lived through it and experienced and remember it all. So Batman went through like a kid-friendly phase where he was just Yeah, like, where he like turned into a like, genie hey. and fought aliens. Like I was dark for a minute there in my year one. Yeah, but now <laughs> I'm having fun and I'm in space and doing wacky stuff. Yeah. And Superman's uh, marrying Jimmy Olsen to, to King Kong's wife really, or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Uh, like yeah, yeah. Jimmy, Jimmy is a uh, Jimmy is a witch doctor, and he puts Superman yeah. in a pot of boiling. Yeah, I, I want to know what a story about any one of these modern characters, right, looks like in the linear verse. Like, what does it mean to tell a story set in the modern day in the linear verse? Yeah, or, or better, why? Why do you need this place to tell a story like this where everyone is? 
just not aging and we don't talk about it. <laughs> like, what does that do for like, what is the setup? What is the point? Why? <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, all right. In the chat here, then um, let's just open it. Let, let's open the phone. Yeah, yeah. I'm going to, I'm going to unmute. So, uh, yeah. Yeah. JD, uh, you were first. I'm going to unmute me, you and we'll set let up. Let me the, read off these. Yeah. Go ahead. Let me read off these chats real quick. JD. Uh, so Frank Sorello says, Oh, so no Elseworlds then. Well, in the main DC universe, yes, probably. Not here. Or rather, somewhere. Not here. Uh, JD said, it sounds like DC life story, which is what would have happened if the characters started in 1961 or but 3. But they're not aging. On. <laughs> yeah. Um, Adam Wednesday says, it's all just a hyper-time omniverse, guys. What's so hard to understand? Except it's not. Yeah, it isn't. Because hyper-time, everything was its own compartmentalized dimension. Superman red and Superman red, Superman blue from the sixties that happened in its own dimension. It counts. It happened, but it happened separate. Right. Superman this Thundercats like, happened in a whole different reality. <laughs> we put every single ingredient in our cupboard in the cake. Bacon bits, oregano. Yeah. Onion powder, raisins, sugar, sprinkles. <laughs> it's, it's all there. Oysters. <laughs> it's all yeah, there. Yeah. <laughs> Sliced black olives. Right. Uh, and then we covered in frosting and fondant and, and it's like, oh, delicious. Oh, and by the way, it has a shelf life of a million years. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's like a Twinkie. <laughs> we do that. Too. This week's uh, this week's question was submitted by John Littrell via Twitter. What hobby has always intrigued you, but you haven't taken the plunge to get into it? I love it. There it is. JD, welcome aboard, sir. How are you today? I'm good. I'm good. Uh, so... What I want to talk about today is the question of the week adjacent. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> it's, it a, it's a hobby I used to really be really big into, and I've thought about going back, but I, it's just not a good idea. And that's video games. Oh, I thought you were going to say um, cocaine. I haven't played. Well, it, it's a little <laughs> like cocaine. It's a little like cocaine for me because it's a hobby. I thought yeah, I might go back to. <laughs> if I have a, if I have a, if I have a console, um, I lose my job. I lose every. I mean, just days disappear. Oh, you're one of those. <laughs> Wow, yeah, that's yeah. that's some obsessive video gaming. It's yeah, it's it's a thing. So I haven't had I haven't had a console since 2007. Uh, I had a PS2 and I haven't played since. But uh, what I want to talk about though is the have, have either of you guys played the new Marvel Avengers game? No. Okay, I know a lot uh, of I people played shit the, on I it played the beta brief, briefly. Yeah. So instead of playing video games, I like to watch uh, playthroughs on YouTube. Sure. And I'm about two hours you, into. That's how you just get that nasty little taste that you need, JD. Is that it? <laughs> like, that's like yeah. that's like watching somebody do cocaine. Just, that's just like <laughs> rubbing it on your gums. Like, ooh, 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 I remember you. <laughs> well, what, what's interesting about this one though is that this one's actually more like watching a movie. I know people have things about the, the, the character profile or the character designs and models and all of that. Like and the Outback like Hulk, for example. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, they, uh, the, the storyline is really interesting and really good. Really? Uh, yeah. And, it's, and it, it answers a lot of questions that I've had about like multiverse and things like, uh, well, the movies and the TV shows. Like, I've been curious about the Hawkeye show, how they're going to do Hawkeye's origin. Is it going to be Ultimate Hawkeye? Is it going to be 
you know, 616 Hawkeye or is it going to be a different version? He's going to be a circus performer that gets trained by the swordsman who later obviously. becomes a ghost possessed by a plane. Obviously. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Well, and that's the thing. Like, one of the main characters in this Marvel and, and then he marries is, the celestial Madonna. Yeah. <laughs> but Kamala is the, like, one of the main point of view characters for this Marvel Avengers game. And I was curious, how do you get Kamala Khan without AVX? I don't think they care if for, um, for the that video was, game. Uh, that part. wasn't AVX, was it? That was yeah. in that was in Infinity when uh, nope. no, dude, that, it would no, have been it was AVX, Avengers versus that X was that was the that was the final blow that that Black Bolt did in or not AVX but uh, X Men versus Inhumans. Inhumans. That's that's the one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah, he like blows up Attilan. Yeah, Adelan and uh, and the the, the Terrigen clouds. The, yeah, yeah, right. So I, I just I just really thought that oh, their, see now, their thought narrative that that, fix for that in the game was so brilliant. If you saw the trailer for the game, there's the A-Day event where the, the, the helicarrier blows up. Right. Well, they were celebrating this new hel- helicarrier because it was being powered by this new power source, Terrigen Crystals. Oh. And that, <laughs> that explosion actually released the Terrigen Mist. Okay. And then... AIM is the one who actually coined the term inhumans for the people that were affected by the Terrigen Mist. That's kind of fun. Yeah, that, yeah that's kind really of fun. Interesting I'm into that. Because then you also have this kind of five-year event, and uh, you know, the five years later, you have AIM that has pretty much the entire United States under a police state, and superhumans and inhumans are are illegal. That's a clever and, way. Like that's something they could totally pull off in, yeah. In the cinematic universe too, if you want yeah. to introduce the inhumans or mutants, as a matter of right, fact, right. you introduce the inhumans first. And these mutants were like, just getting ready to come out and be like, Hey, we're here too. And they see what happens to the inhumans and they go, I'm just going to back. Up yeah. <laughs> Xavier just goes, <laughs> forget everything. Yeah, you know what? <laughs> let's, uh, let's not yet. You know? <laughs> yeah. Xavier puts on the cerebral helmet and says, I'm going to make them all yep. forget us. Never mind my X-Men. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, so I just thought it was really fun. And then, uh, you know, some of the expansions, they've got the Hawkeye expansion coming out, which is actually going to include old man Hawkeye. Okay. <laughs> yeah. It's it's crazy, but I don't it's, know. it's a I, lot of fun. I'm one of those fun. guys that's like, I I don't need video games of my comics. I just don't. I don't need yeah, because you're not gonna do a good job of it. Like I know people right. love injustice. I know people freak out about mm-hmm. it and they say the cut Matt, you're wrong. The comics are great. I just think it's stupid. It's it's stupid. I'm sorry. I don't want to yeah. see a world where Batman and Superman both fell in love with Wonder Woman. <laughs> like, and look what happened when she wouldn't pick one. You know, now Catwoman has gotta fight Dark Side. <laughs> yeah, no, normally I agree with you, Matt, because also even the ones that somewhat do it well, like, you know, like uh, 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 Avengers Alliance, or yeah, the, I mean, if know, it's something like that, the, where it's like pick your team, run around, yeah, but punch Hydra, then, like, like all right, even whatever. Then there's this split between the people that love the stories and the characters, and then these like yeah. power gamers that put you know like that put Thanos and Venom on the same team just because they're powerful and they right. have a good combo, and it just the narrative doesn't work. I feel yeah, like this Marvel's stupid. Avengers game. I don't ever have to play it. I'm just going to watch the story. Like it's another, like it's like an alternate movie universe, Fair enough. ultimate animated story because it's so interesting. And I thought they did a really good job. They also get away from that weird combination power gaming by you don't get to pick your character in the campaign. You play each character as they're as they are narratively. Oh, you play like chapters. Yeah, d- depending each, depending on the mission. 
Okay, that so, a specific character is the is the main character. So you're of that playing mission. like chapters of it, basically. Yeah, kind yeah. of. Yeah, and it's also um, and it's really seamless because you can have the character you were just playing, and the character that they moved you to in the same scene at the same time. It just moves seamlessly. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Now, um, as Adam Wednesday points out in the chat, like the MCU, technically speaking. Has already introduced in humans. Yeah. Oh, that's right. Don't remind so, us. Come on. Agents of Shield. Come yeah, on. I, I mean, it was gonna. Yeah, it was Quake going already. to. It was gonna be a movie originally, and instead they reworked it into a shitty TV show that tied into <laughs> Agents of Shield. Right. Which is um that shit's gone though. Right. That shit's just gone. Well, now I mean, WandaVision has been making vague hints about things from Agents of Shield. So I like. So there's yeah. no. There's no reason why they couldn't yeah. just uh, <laughs> wait, wait, without wait, wait, wait. what 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 from Agents of Shield did they bring up in in WandaVision? Uh, so there was they mentioned um, Phil Coulson or something like that, right? But th- no, that's not- there was a uh, there was a commercial in an earlier episode for the Blue Hydra soap or for Blue Soap, and okay. in Agents of Shield, uh. Coulson tells a story about Hydra invented this blue soap that made people more susceptible. Oh, please. To their, uh, like it, it, it made them more susceptible to brainwashing. They're just that's messing. That's just them messing with us. Egg. Yeah. Um, I mean, also, that's an they egg. also, um, there's also another character. Uh, there's also another character in the agents of shield universe named Hayward, which is the name of the evil director of sword. Nah. Spoilers, he's evil. Nah. JD, thanks for coming in, man. We got some more peeps here waiting in line. Good, All right, guys. Good to talk to you. Hey, buddy. See ya. I think that's just um, Easter egg shit. I don't think they're going to go back to that because look, like, there's there's no reason why they can't pick and choose the things they want to keep without actually, actually referencing. Uh, yes, like, I'll give you that. Remember when uh, Quake fought her mom on on, on Attilan? <laughs> we don't have to. We don't have to actually. We don't have to actually bring in like. I characters do, and, I do like, actually need a giant teleporting pug okay I need yes that. Uh, like there I, <laughs> <All right. laughs> there I think there was a lockjaw there was a lockjaw there was a lockjaw they didn't do it it wasn't as cool the lockjaw sucked I Brian Domingo it was a CGI giant pug <laughs> Brian Domingo how are you this morning brother good hey now guys what's going on uh, you know <clears throat> hey buddy we were just rapping also Adam Wednesday said uh agents of shield had multiple official MCU crossovers. Nick Fury showed up. Sif showed up. Yeah, I don't disagree. I de- they were just doing a different thing at the time, and now they brought it back. And I don't care about Agents of Shield. I just don't care, and I don't need it. I don't need that peanut butter in my chocolate. You know what I mean? It's part of the tapestry. <laughs> There's nothing Deal wrong with, with my chocolate. There's plenty wrong with that peanut butter. Brian, talk to us. All right. Um, WandaVision, I'm just going to say that, um, I am pretty annoyed that I literally stayed off Twitter all day yesterday for that because that's okay. It it, it did nothing for me. This is what I, it was, I'm not going to say it it was nothing for me, but Joe and our friend Ryan were doing digital backflips via text about how they, Oh my God. And I'm watching like thinking, well, what is a fucking thing? Fang foom showing up in this one? Like what's going on? And it had. It felt it's, like they just told us exactly what we thought was happening, right? It was it was it, it spelled out like 
it's like every four episodes you're like, all right, you mouth breathing idiots. Here's how this works. We're going to tell you everything because I know you didn't like the previous three episodes. So episode four, we're going to spoon it all into you. Yeah, I do. And feel I know like- the last the last couple have been kind of confusing. So let me tell you everything like she's really grouchy. She's upset. She's grieving. It's like, yeah, no kidding. Yeah, that's you know what that. I'm saying. You knew that episode one. And you I don't. I didn't think it was there, bad. I liked it. Uh, for the record, I liked uh, it. See, but it, it no, wasn't I, a surprise at all. I loved it. I, I loved it uh, because there were things that they did address. I mean, yeah, the whole stuff about how, like, we knew the thing was all motivated by grief. Yes, of course. Yeah. Um, but things that we weren't sure about until this episode did Wanda actually is Wanda actually responsible for the hex? We up until now. We thought it was some outside force. In the last episode, we were like, oh, shit, it's Agatha. Now we know, oh, no, it's Wanda. I didn't she think did that. It. Yeah, but they, but, and, well, this is, <laughs> I just, I just squatted because I'm so upset. The, <laughs> we, we thought it was Agatha because they, they made like a meme out of it. Like Agatha's behind everything. And this, you, then you find out she's not. Yeah, she's be, she, she killed the dog. We she find out that Pietro and that's yeah, it. she 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 manipulated events behind the scenes. Uh, she after she made, after the hex was created. Joe, I love you. I don't want to fight with you, but she <laughs> <laughs> she um she like you know caused some hijinks in the second episode and like the the like literally the little things that we saw like she pushed little things in little weird ways. But it's it's Wanda. Like yeah, it's she all Wanda showed up. It's all Wanda. So this idea that like Agatha, she she's this like mysterious, like I, I have, I have this like thing about Catherine Hahn where I feel like she's like the, um, the, the Rob Hubel of like lady that, of that kind of actor where it's like a little dabble. Do ya? I need like, like pop into to parks and rec, be mean to everyone and, and bounce like this thing where it's, it's 38 minutes of her like chewing the scenery it was too much for me. See, I, I just, didn't have a, I don't have a problem with that, I l- but I, I agree. She, it is a bit of a letdown that Agatha is like just there to do some homework. Really? Like, how'd you do it? Hey, how'd you do it? I well, can't, they, I don't know how this, you like, did it. <laughs> they have this, like this ridiculous scene with like the death. And like, I, like I, I understand that it was like an emotional touchstone for, for, um, I couldn't remember her name, Wanda. Um, when the dad like unzips the suitcase and it's full of like DVDs and it's, and they're like, see, it's like, I don't need to see the origin of where she f- saw these TV shows. Cause these TV shows, like, like the, they are the most famous shows that have ever been on, like on the planet. Fair like, enough. Of course, like well, I don't need the touchstones of like, this is some like really, so this really niche thing. And, and she experiences with her family. Like, but I do get yeah, like, if they're trying to explain, the brain, well, the, why would someone Wanda's much? age make her living room look like the Dick Van Dyke show? Because they were in Segovia and they didn't have regular TV. Dad came home with DVDs and stuff. Fine. I'm but, okay with that. that scene, but they could have shortened that a little they bit. Had all, they had all the TV. They had all the, like it was, she, this is like, it's not like it was behind the, the iron curtain and it's 1988 and that's all they have. Like, She's 30 years old. Yeah, I mean, like, sure. Fair. It's just, it's a weird thing of like, see, it's like, I know you guys like, why did they do that black and white show? Cause she watched it with her family. It's like, yeah, probably. I don't know. Like, what are we doing? Like, this is, they said but, it was going to be an hour episode. It was 38 minutes. They 47. filled in a bunch of gaps. It was 47 minutes to be fair. Well, there's a lot of, there's a lot of that is credits. It's like a whole lot of credits. That's true. There are credits are very lengthy. Solid five to eight minutes of credits. Right. So that's what I mean. It's like 47 minutes, but it's kind of not. And then you, that thing at the end, um, with like white vision 
I don't understand the timeline where he went from pieces in sword like three days. Cause this only, they've said like, it's been like four days. It's right? been like, four days. Uh, um, it, mm. Like it maybe let's say two weeks, like, because they found, I mean, it couldn't have been that long. Right. Because J- Jimmy Wu shows up like, okay, but pretty to be, close after to be fair, so, um, we don't know anything when, about that white vision. So maybe they built another one. We don't know. Nah, no, they put it back together. Yeah, they put him back together. They so talk about painted, bringing him back. And then they just put a coat of primer on him. Like, we'll paint him later. Yeah. <laughs> so um, earlier in the earlier in the uh, series, they well, in the episode that reveals what happened to Monica, uh, they say that it had been three weeks since the blip when she came back to work. Right. And then they immediately sent her to Westview. So since the Scarlet Witch came back to life, and created the hex three weeks had passed um i mean i think it's okay. fair to assume something close to three right weeks and we passed. know like in the past she went to sword acid so that could have happened a while ago it could have been a month ago it could have been like she that. she woke up on wakanda and the vision's body's gone and right. she's like oh shit and so she well, immediately she goes starts and, looking for the well she body. goes to she goes back to like new jersey and fight you know they fight the end of end game and blah 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 like all that like which is fine. Like, I don't expect her to be like, I need to find this immediately. Like she goes, they had that whole movie where they returned and all that. I know you guys right. have seen it. Uh, but what's the, it called? The, <laughs> um, I, it was Avengers four. I don't remember uh, what the exact name was, uh, but they, um, they, she shows up to sword and um, they have like the, the lying video, which you know where the guy lies about what she did, but the idea that they've had vision for five years and he's still in pieces was a little <laughs> right because they had they had him after the 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 I hate saying the blip the blip right Brian they, your mic that Brian your mic's doing kind of a scratchy thing oh I'm sorry that's no, all right um the um I will hold it close perfect not in my mouth but close um they had they've had the vision's body for like five years right because it, he didn't disappear he just died right so and and sword is like I don't remember how because the mother died like two or three years ago and she was like a founder. So it's like the timeline is like, so maybe swords had it for three years and it's in pieces. And then she shows up and it's just, there's, I don't know. There's just things where I'm like, he's, he's the most expensive and complex, you know, synthesoid ever created, you know, just just like he's made of Legos. (laughs) Three weeks later, they put him together and painted him white and they're going to send him to to fight. Like, I I mean, I guess so. I I don't know. I mean, look, I I'm not it's, saying I'm not saying that I didn't enjoy it. I enjoyed it. Thought it was a good episode. But yes, last night they absolutely spoon fed us everything that we pretty much already knew. And I and I agree taking the Agatha swerve out of it. I don't know if I love that because uh, now we're in a I position mean, where, OK, she's a bad guy. So now she is a bad guy. She, sure, she made her decision out of guilt or grief or whatever. I told Joe Patrick this. Trump did too. Guess what? He's still a bad guy. <laughs> you know? Like, yeah. Trump, he, Trump exploded with grief? Yes, he was so upset he invited a bunch of white supremacists to come attack the Capitol. <laughs> oh, I see. I see what you're saying. Yeah. Like, you're, you're in a well, situation now where Wanda is a bad guy. She's a villain now. How do you defend that? They've been constantly defending Wanda ever since she blew up a building you know, in, uh, was it civil war? They've been defending her the entire time. And now she's right back there now. Okay. Uh, I'm a little bit, I'm a little bit softer on, on this than you, because I not, it's not that she hasn't done something horrifically bad because she has absolutely. But I, I don't like, all I'm saying is that I think she would have a good defense in court. (laughs) 
for being temporarily insane. Like she, she has lost her mind from grief. And well, they need to send a. They, they that don't need doesn't to send matter. Like okay, we they, have a character. Need, it does matter. No, of it, it doesn't. Matters. Not when you have a character that's so powerful that they can take over an entire town and rewrite people's minds and hold them high. It's not like she freaked out and she slapped the lady at Starbucks. Okay. Well, <laughs> all right. Let's let's hop over to the the linear verse and have Superman snap her neck. <laughs> you know. I know. Uh, I wanted to talk about the linear verse, but that's all right. Uh, um, we, we can get to that. Like, so <laughs> I, like I have I a couple just, of points real quick to make. Um, the episode, I mean, yes, it was exposition heavy. I, I, for one loved it. I, I, I like, I loved seeing how it all came together in the exact same way that I loved seeing how Monica's story came together. Um, I think that the episode revealed multiple things first, uh, that the Scarlet witch has always had an affinity for magic, which is a big deal, right? Jesus which wish. it wasn't the infinity stone that gave her her powers. She already had powers. And the Infinity Stone amped her up to 11. Can we officially rule out that she's a mutant now? Can we officially I, rule that out? I don't know. Well, she's a witch. I think it's, well, I think it's the opposite. I think because she was in the, in the continuity of the movies in Inhuman because of the stone. But if she had the powers before that and she was a teenager, she, that could be a mutant power, right? Fair I enough. Mean, Fair well, enough. It's, like she, she's, I mean, she's a witch. Like, I, I think that there's, there's got to be a distinction between magic users and mutant powers. Like, we're not going to call any, we're not going to call the ancient one a mutant or, you know. No, I mean, the ancient one's magic. I mean. Yeah, I mean, like, Wanda is a, Wanda has an affinity for magic. Like, Agatha spells it out. She says, you are a creature of myth, capable of pure creation. You are the Scarlet Witch. Uh, which is the a way we get to that goofy name, which is fine with me. Um, so yeah, we, we are, we are shown that, uh, that, uh, she already had these abilities that were amped up by the infinity stone. When the infinity stone reveals itself to her, she has a vision of herself as the Scarlet witch right? in the costume with the headpiece. And I can't wait to see it. Uh, we also learned that Hayward lied about Wanda stealing the body so that they had an excuse to go after her, like to go in and kill her. Yeah. Uh, and, and instead they use that drone to power up their own death bot. Uh, so, I, I mean, I think that's a big deal. Like she created, so this version of the vision we have in the MCU or in uh, uh, Westview is a pure construct of Wanda's grief brought to life by irresponsibly dangerous magical powers. Uh, I, and I, 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 I wasn't totally clear where, because, the, because of the yellow, like the yellow power, I, mm. the, like, is it infinity stone energy that's doing it? Well, right after that, she, your friend Agatha gave you a helping, a heaping spoonful of like, see, you just watched, you just watched Wanda get her powers amped up by an infinity stone. I said it. Yeah. And I'm looking at the camera. <laughs> she, yeah. She, she says that Wanda's uh, witchcraft abilities would have died on the vine without. Right. Uh, because she wasn't, with the she wasn't stone. using she, them. She wasn't yeah, training. Like she didn't have anybody. Like she had no idea what she was or right. anybody to teach her. Anyway, Brian, Brian, let's talk about the linear verse. <laughs> um, I, I, let's make I it quick. So we got to make time for other people too. So. Yeah, I know. We got to be quick. Um, I think it's kind of dumb, but I also think that they, 
paid Dan Jurgens money to make this story. Yeah. And I think they were like, yeah. we got to get this whole thing out before we do our, our springtime relaunch of our books and yeah. get it out in February. Who cares? Here's this thing. Okay. Everything always happened. Great. Maybe Dan Jurgens in, in a, you know, later this year, we'll do another mini series in that thing. It's like a, it's like a bottle concept like yeah, i don't think absolutely. it's going to be feeding another thing so no, i don't know i, the I end mean of, i understand what you guys are saying the end of know. every like, article that talked about the linear verse said there are no future plans <laughs> right now so, or, or they yeah. said time will tell how yeah, this affects like, anything whatsoever like we're just yeah, gonna leak this people are gonna freak out I mean, we can't like dc can't come out and be like don't worry guys this is just because we signed a contract with jurgens it's done <laughs> don't worry right. yeah it, and it's well it's and it's weird because there are things that sometimes he does things that i mean i don't want to see this become like a thing because i don't think it's a great i was like i think it's like you, all the problems you guys talked about right but he did that superman and lois um story before like the the rebirth era like and it yeah, was like this uh, and i was like what is the point of this and yeah. then it's like oh it's the post-crisis superman and post-crisis lois and that's how they came back to rebirth so it was like oh it's actually right. really important and right. Lee weeks drew most of it so it's so this, it's kind of like this won't be he's like I don't think so, but I also didn't think that would be. So it's like, ugh, fair dude, enough. I don't know. Like, fair enough. Yeah, yeah like it, it started as a throw. It started as a throwaway idea in Convergence. Oh mm-hmm. God! Where it's like, oh, the post-crisis Superman and Lois have been rescued from oblivion by this weird cosmic anomaly, uh, and then at the end, everybody else got put back in the box except for them. And uh, yeah, and then they just folded it into the main universe and they're like, yep, we merged our Superman and now it's the Superman you've always this, loved. This is just an agreement he had with Dan DiDio before he got, before DiDio got shown the door. And now he's like, hey, I still get to do this, right? And they were like, yeah, fuck it. Go ahead. Yeah, <laughs> so, right. I, guess I, don't, I don't even know why they would need to honor that. It's like, I like maybe he signed, the, I don't, maybe he signed a contract for this. Back I don't then. think that's how it works, man. I don't think I don't that know. you like sign a concept, a, a contract in advance to write a specific story. I, well, well, if they I were, mean, if Dan DiDio was planning for this giant generations thing, yes. I don't think Jurgens was the architect of no, generations. Probably not. We were going to get, it was going to be one shots from like Josh Williamson and uh, Brian Michael Bendis. Absolutely. I bet he was just it was working be with Jurgens thing he was working with jurgens because they were buddy and jurgens is probably just the first guy that he brought in the room to you know brainstorm this with or something like yeah this could be so rad what i'm fired oh shit (laughs) (laughs) maybe there was and dan was like am i fired they're like not dan you're sure yeah like yeah like i I just i guess like i'm I'm curious to to know the reason like if they had decided real quick brian i love you i'm cutting you off joe finish your later guys Uh, If they had decided to scrap their plans for generations and do future state and infinite frontier instead, why bother with these one shots at all? The only thing I can come up with is contracted. That's it. I mean, or like Brian, like Brian said, it was so far along and they paid for all the work and didn't want to lose money. Absolutely. I'm sure. Frank Cirillo. How are you today, sir? Uh, Real, real quick. One last, uh, one last, uh, little message from frank about wandavision uh from our last segment uh listen haven't we all been guilty of taking over a town and controlling everyone in that town at least once <laughs> good point frank right i'm telling you hey how you doing how you guys doing good uh i i wrote down all the stuff so i can be concise and quick so um i, I know you you're short on time today because you 
because you signed in late. Yeah, nah, that nah. Was- we'll, we'll, we always go long. So but- <laughs> I know, I yeah. know. Um, so uh, my hobbies that I want to do, but I haven't done them yet. Extreme model building, like where you build a model, and you add lights, and Man. you do all the really cool paint job, and then foam armor building. You know. <laughs> Like for I, LARPing? I okay. Yeah, yeah. No, no, not for LARPing, just for cosplay. Oh, okay. Fair enough. All right. Or like cosplay. Yeah, like, like making a big Optimus Prime suit or something. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's yeah, cool. Okay. So those are like two hobbies I want to get into soon, one day. All right. So um, I want to talk about WandaVision because it was it was on. And I, I agree with Joe. It was awesome. This is the calm before the storm. This is totally. Let's right. let's give everybody a little downtime right now, and let's sort of take an exhibition walk. Now, I'm not gonna. I'm not saying I coined that phrase. I got it from another guy. I got it from a podcast I listened to, um, and it and then, and that's what it was. It was like, okay, let's kind of take a walk down the rest of the series, and we're just gonna kind of lay everything out to you. Do I think that Agatha not being the main villain is like a deal breaker? Not at all. I think there's a bigger bad coming. And that's, that's what we're kind of going to see. And that's, what's going to bring Dr. Strange into it. That could be. And I kind of hope so because again, the swerve of taking Agatha and making her just like this sort of background person that was showing up trying to figure out what's going on. That squarely makes the Scarlet Witch a villain. Well, she's a villain, but, but Scarlet Witch has been a villain before. I agree. And she right. is again now. <laughs> yes. Like, and that's, and, and that's okay. She's more but, of a villain now than she was yeah. back in the day when she no, started. I don't know, man. She was like, she wasn't really, she never did anything. She wiped out bit. an entire race of mutants. Yeah. No, I'm she, talking about in the movies. I'm talking about MCU, in like in this Scarlet okay. Witch we're dealing with. Like she started right. out, like they were going to have her, you know, and her brother fight the Avengers or whatever. Sure. They were being controlled and they realized it and they became good yeah. guys well now she is squarely in the bad guy camp and it doesn't well, matter how upset she is like if i right. got really upset because someone killed joe and then i went out and shot somebody i'm still a murderer <laughs> so <laughs> now here's here's the thing there can still be someone controlling her in the background forcing her like making her like feel worse than she's feeling okay i saw that, that was one thing but but, does, does that take so, away from her grief, though, at that point? like mm, Yes and no, but, like, maybe, you know, like, who gave her that note to go to, you know, Westview, New Jersey? Vision did. It's, Vision it's, gave it, it to was, her. It was signed. Yeah. yeah. It yeah, was like, it was, it was hey, look, signed. I bought us a little house. This is where we That's can grow right. old together. Okay, so I'm going to, yeah, okay. A plot of land, at least. Yeah. All right. So the other the other thing that I'm looking that I, that I sort of, I don't know if I noticed it or, or I, I just kind of think it, it's in my in my head, is that, Maybe that wasn't vision that they were working on because she went over to him, put her hand on his head and was like, I can't feel you. That's because he's not in there anymore. But what, what they've if, done, what they've done is rebuild his vibranium body. That's it's exactly just a robot. That's exactly what I was thinking, that that was just a robot, that the white one is the actual vision. And she well, it's the out. it's the visions. It's the vision's body. Right. But this, this is the whole thing that we just we had an almost hour and a half discussion of the old Vision in the Scarlet Witch miniseries, which is all about the Vision saying, I'm a person, I'm a person, I'm a person, I'm a person. Right. I just happen to have a robot body. So the soul is what's important. Right. Not his robot body, his human soul <laughs> that makes him I, constantly that, ask other robots, do you eat food? I'm just curious. <laughs> but that's why I think, one, Wanda was able to bring him back and he can only exist inside that environment. 
in the hex. Because he's not vision. He that's not vision's body. It's just it's just his essence and his memory and his and his mind. Yeah. What Wanda did is create an illusion of the vision. Right. You know, right. Or, or like a, 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 a not a homunculus, but you know, a gala, it's a right. it's a, a, a duplicate made out of magic. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And um, you know, whether or not that leads to the vision as we know him coming back or not, I don't know. I have a feeling. I don't think you but, get Paul Bettany just to like show up and and play, you know, a vision of the vision and then white vision and then he's just gone again. <laughs> I have a feeling well, we're gonna well, get the vision. I, gone again. Yeah. I, I think I think that it, I think it's possible. So the thing about white vision is that while he still like while he didn't have his memories or his emotions, he was still a sentient being. Why has he got to be white vision? I don't know. I don't know. Why don't you just call me? Black, <laughs> I don't, uh, why don't you just call me white storm? Uh, there's a black storm. Uh, <laughs> sorry. Um, I, I think it's possible that the uh, robot vision. Um, might stick around as that version just free from swords control. Mm, okay. Maybe. Yeah. Searching and, for his soul. Like he has been in the Marvel or, comics or he's just, or he's just ever. like, <laughs> I am the, I am like, I, I have, I have uh, the original visions memories back, but I have no connection to them. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. I, I, I remember working with Wanda. I remember that vision being in love with Wanda, but I am not that vision. Right. Mm, um, now I, I, I can also see, because uh, when they showed Wanda recreating the vision in the hex, yeah, it wasn't her red. It wasn't the usual red swirly. Right. It was the yellow, very reminiscent of the Infinity Stone. Yeah. The Mind Stone. Right. Which is what gave the vision his soul. Yeah. Oh. So, so what oh. if what if that's like the what if that's like the vision's actual soul? That's exactly what I'm saying. We're gonna get Wanda curing White Vision and putting his soul back in. Maybe. Exactly. I I think so. I now, think so. I, I, the special I, hug. This is like the special hug we talked special about. Special hug. The two become one. <laughs> the two become one. It's an Earth Angel, Supergirl, oh, all over. There again. it is, Peter David. You're a genius. Oh man. Oh, uh, man. Now. As far as another big bad, I just don't see it happening in the yeah. final episode. It's too late. I mean, you don't think, yeah, you don't think. No, they might, they might hint, they might hint at somebody like that was behind Agatha, like yeah. a, a like a power behind Agatha, right? Uh, because Agatha clearly is manipulating dark magic, right? Right. Um, you know, they say so at the beginning. Her Purple. mom and the coven is like, hell no, you are evil. You have violated all our rules. We have to kill you. And she's like nuts to you and absorbs our, all their lives. Right. Um, so as far as the idea that like, I've heard people say that Agatha is not actually the villain. She's the one that ends up showing Wanda the error of her ways. See, now that just, I'm fine. Hell no. That, Agatha is evil. Agatha is definitely they evil. They very clearly show no that question. Agatha is evil. Oh, but yeah. I think if you bring another big bad in now, even if it's to set up like, oh shit, that's what's going to happen in Doctor Strange, that really cheapens this story mm. that totally yeah. takes away from this personal story of the right. Scarlet Witch and the vision. So I think we're getting what we're getting. 
We've got yeah. to figure it out now. And next okay. episode is going to be Vision versus Scarlet Witch and her saying, no, it's not you, Viz. And him being like, I am a robot now. This yeah, is it's going to be Vision versus Vision. And then she's oh, yeah. going to go special hug. Certain. Yeah, definitely. And, so, um, and, both of them. and um, so this is, this, is my, this is my latest theory based on, <laughs> uh, again, it's a new theory every week based on what they've given us. Yeah. I think that next week is going to be what you say. It's going to be Scarlet Witch versus Vision versus Vision versus Agatha. And at the end of it, somebody's going to be dispatched. Maybe the Vision is restored or not. But at the end of it, Doctor Strange shows up to collect Wanda. Yeah. Because mm. he's like, like, she collapses. She realizes what she's done. She releases the hex. She restores all the people. And Doctor Strange finally shows up and is like, you have to come with me. Yeah, it's going to be something you like, can't be allowed, look, you can't be allowed to be out in the world. If you were in the world, the government's going to take you and turn you into a weapon just like they did and, with the vision. And, right. Because and you're a bad guy get, now. And you, that's how we get Wanda in Doctor Strange too. Yeah. Mm. Um, but like, I'm not banking on at the, at, at the 11th hour, like Mephisto showing up nah, and then having so. to fight Mephisto. I don't see it happening in, in the 50 minutes we have remaining in this series. What about that I, secret I think, 10th episode that you were talking that's about? That's not a thing. Okay. That's that's internet nonsense. Thing. Okay, good. Um, I now I will say this, uh, Paul Bettany has, uh, teased real some quick, weeks ago. Real quick, Frank, I love you. Yeah. Good to talk to you, brother. We're going we're gonna to move along, okay? Okay, real quick. I wanted to say this about Linearverse. I just what? Yeah. Yeah, right. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. <right. laughs> Take it easy, Frank. Uh, so, uh, what the hell was I saying? You were talking about Paul Bettany saying he's Oh, excited. Paul Bettany. Paul Bettany teased a few weeks ago that there was an actor, a, a big name actor, that's going to have a cameo on the show. Toby Maguire. Somebody he's... Somebody that he's always wanted to work with. Toby Maguire. <laughs> right. Sure. Yeah, right. Um, and uh, there have, following the most recent episode, the joke has been oh, the actor that Paul Bettany has always wanted to work with is himself <laughs> because of those two visions. Oh, vision versus vision. Uh, yeah. Uh, and uh, like, I'm thinking to myself, is Dr. Strange, like, could it be Benedict Cumberbatch? Because they haven't technically, like, they didn't have any scenes together in Infinity no, War. They didn't shoot any of that together. So I don't, but I don't know if Benedict Cumberbatch is like. I don't. Know, British, he's the he's the character that's gonna blow your mind. British you know, people I've love British people. To work with him. You know, I mean, they're buddies. Who knows, Jimbo? How I are you? Know. Talk to us. I don't know. Doing good, guys. Uh, let's see, hobby uh, like Warhammer, 4K, 40K, the the miniature model sets. That was kind of, I've always been interested, but never did. I guess that's the hobby. Yeah, man. Um, I did it for a while. WandaVision, Meth is healthier uh, than Warhammer. I'll be honest. Yeah. Uh, I guess for your WandaVision, I guess the only thing is that book, that dark book that they showed in episode seven that she gets her dark magic from. Maybe that'll be your big bad. I don't know. Oh yeah, there was that book in in yeah. Agatha's basement. Yeah, and people are like, "Is it the Darkhold?" Ooh, I don't know. <laughs> I mean, uh, why not? <laughs> sure. Uh, yes, it's the Darkhold. <laughs> the last thing, your linear verse. Thank God, I read stuff that has like one continuity. <laughs> no, I hear you. This is what we deal with every day. I will give uh, you the, like the the manga world. From what I've experienced, seems to just be like, yeah, we're just telling the story when we're done we're done i don't know why yeah. you guys need this to happen forever and ever and ever <laughs> <So> <laughs> right. jim, I got. short and sweet buddy good to talk to you hey all right jim have a good one bud david robbins get in here man wait how wait i want to know what's selling in japan 
<laughs> he didn't tell us what was said in the sales report. Come on. <laughs> Good morning, gentlemen. How are you guys doing? Doing well. How are you, sir? Hi, David. Doing all right. Doing all right. Um, I got a couple of uh, little quick things, uh, and then we'll talk just a couple minutes, and you kick me out after uh, WandaVision talk. Deal. Um, uh, Superman and Lois. Um, really enjoyed it. Um, I'm a sucker for all the Arrowverse shows. So while I enjoyed it, I'm really confused as to how it fits in the timeline of the rest of the shows, because during crisis, during Arrowverse, the, they had Jonathan who was an infant. And then afterwards, now there are twins, but on Superman and Lois, they're in high school. So I'm very confused as to the timeline as to whether or not they got aged up during that, or if this is 15 years later, I don't know. Uh, no, so I believe, what I believe is that the- uh, Linear verse. There you go. The, <laughs> I, I, I believe that the Crisis on Infinite Earths crossover changed their history. Okay. So that instead of having one infant in that modern day, they had twins- back when they were early newlyweds got it okay so that's well, that's the easiest explanation to me we're gonna sure, give our full yeah. we're gonna talk about it on next week's show we're gonna do it for our nerd tv so okay we're gonna get too into it here i watched it last night Fair too enough. and i was also like oh <laughs> okay it, it actually made me give a shit about superman because i am not the biggest dc fan in the first place and the boy scout is one of my least favorite characters but the show like actually made me care about them and the relationship. I will say the guy that yeah. played Superman, yeah. great. He was really yeah, good. Yeah, I like Tyler Hecklin as, like, yeah. Spoiler alert to next week's review. I fucking loved Superman and Lois. Yeah. Uh, like I, like it hit every button I wanted it to hit. I'll yeah. tell you all um, my thoughts on it next week. <laughs> yeah, and Matt, Matt is a grumpus. I didn't, doesn't like his didn't, cheese to get moved. I didn't say I hate it. I don't yeah, like my uh-huh. cheese getting moved though. I will say that. Yeah, right. <laughs> okay. Um, the uh, heroes with cold powers. Um, I'm uh, X Men guy. Uh, Iceman. Yeah. Um, yeah. You know, easy, yeah. Easy answer. Um, he, I mean, they've shown him use uh, the cold powers for more than just creating ice and you know just manipulating the moisture and drying out the air and all that kind of stuff. So I like Iceman. Or when he did um, like the Omega level shit, where he like turned into a bunch of ice giants that he was controlling oh, yeah. with his mind. That was yeah. awesome. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I, I loved. Uh, uh, um, there was that. Um, there was that storyline in all new X-Men when Bendis was writing it, where the future X-Men came back and yep. Iceman was like a wizard Yep, and he controlled an ice giant ice golem. Yeah, that's right. That yeah. was rad. That was cool as hell. Yeah. <laughs> uh, using powers for interesting ways is always like why I like seeing other writers pop onto X-Men. There yeah. Really is. yeah. Um, the Wakanda series that got announced uh, over at Disney plus. Oh yeah. Uh, right. Mm-hmm. I think that's how we're going to um, explain away T'Challa and the loss of Chadwick Boseman because that series is due out before Black Panther 2. I agree. So I think we're going to see them address all of that before the big screen film. Now, let me ask um, you this. That, makes, really that makes sense to me. Let me ask you this, both you guys. Yeah. What if now, and I'm, you know, I love Chadwick Boseman and I love the Black Panther. What if you recast him? Marvel said no. They already said they won't. Um, yeah, Ryan Coogler is like, we're not doing that. We're not doing that. And Marvel Studios was like, nope. Would it We're be a deal breaker it. for you guys? Um, you know, you know what? I like Don Cheadle better than I liked um, Terrence Howard. Yeah, as, I was just—I was just going to bring that up. Yeah, <laughs> and I like—I don't mind if characters get recast if if it's slotted into the same continuity. Yeah, you know, I, I do theater. Actors aren't available. You remount the show. You have a different person in the role. That's that's understandable. Right. Um, I know they're not doing it. I'm just saying wouldn't be a wouldn't be a deal breaker for me either. It wouldn't necessarily be a deal breaker for me because like we. And it, it, 
in in the grand scheme of things, we know they're actors. Right. Think of it as a different artist coming on the book and the character looks a little bit different. Totally. And you're telling me you put put Idris Elba in the Black Panther suit and people are going to be like, fuck that. You know, (laughs) no, I would love it. It'd be awesome. You know, I don't know. Like I wouldn't. He basically wore the Black Panther suit and Hobbs and Shaw. (laughs) (laughs) You're not wrong. You're not wrong. He's goddamn black Superman. Yeah. Uh, Uh, I I would not be pleased if they like. I find it hard to believe that Marvel Studios is going to do anything that would be a quote unquote deal breaker for me because they have done so much to earn my goodwill. Yeah. I would not be happy if they recast Chadwick Chadwick Boseman because the difference between Don Cheadle and Terrence Howard and Chadwick Boseman and anybody else is that Terrence Howard didn't have enough time to own that character. Absolutely. Sure. Chadwick Boseman is T'Challa. Right. Well, not only and that. That's yeah. why I think it's perfectly fine for them to say T'Challa has passed and and they raise up Shuri or whatever they do. Yeah. You know, for Black Panther too. Well, they, yeah. they also have an inherent uh, uh, thing in the character. It's like the doctor being regenerated and being recast. Black Panther is a mantle that gets handed from from air to air to air right. within Wakanda. Yeah, it's, you're, so, you're, right, if, exactly. You're yeah, the king so of the Panthers. It's a legacy. Same it's with all of them. It's a legacy. The king of the gorilla clan, the king of the, you know, like they all, it's Absolutely. just royal family. Absolutely. So uh, just Shit, moving man, on from make, that. Make, him, make M'Baku the new Black Panther. I love that guy. That would be, I like M'Baku too. I he, just think be Duke, he wouldn't be the Black Panther. He would be the gorilla dude. He would be, yeah. be Man Ape. Yeah. Yeah, right? He'd yeah. be Man Ape running the country. Uh, we, we can't, I don't think we can call him Man Ape. I think it's a bit racist these days, but. <laughs> Probably. Uh, you said it. <laughs> I, was sitting, I know. I was sitting I looked, over here. That was, that was the character's name. It's, it's like the Black Panther dressed like a funky chicken what do, or Black Talon. What do you want to do? Yeah. Okay. Uh, David, but yeah, I, I, I think I think that it's probably for the best that they are going to um, honor Chadwick Boseman by not recasting. Sure, him. and I agree. And Shuri can be the Black Panther. That's happened in the comics, and we're or into not. it. You She's know, great. like you make it, make it Okoye. No, or, make it Shuri. Like, you got to make it Shuri. She's Shuri ro- is so young. She's also the royal family, kind of, though. She would get it next. She's next in line. I'm kind of okay with Okoye <laughs> not being powered because in that uh, A Force scene we get in Endgame all of the people that she is fighting with have powers or tech and she has a stick and she holds her own against all of them. And she's I mean, not she in a, the Royal family. A, so she can't be the black Panther. There is that. I too. mean, but <laughs> things happen, no, you know, get out of here. like, like it might be some sort of emergency and she's got to take the heart shaped herb. We don't Maybe. know. <laughs> okay. uh, but she, Okoye also, Okoye's stick also has enough power to destroy a tank. Right. I get it. Uh, but it's still, vibranium, yes, your man. Point, your point remains. Okay. I get it. Yeah. Okay. Um, so a couple of uh, quick things with WandaVision because I did write things down. Um, so. Uh, you came prepared. I did. I, I was taking notes as everybody else was talking. Hot um, Doctor Strange has said in the comics, Wanda, there is no such thing as chaos magic. That's exactly. You are a super powerful mutant. Yep. So. Are we going? Are we retroing that in the MCU that chaos magic is a thing? So uh, there's that. And when when Agatha says chaos magic and says you're the Scarlet Witch, does that mean that there are chromatic witches in the MCU? Because she is obviously purple. This was pointed out to me last week in the scene in last week's episode, right before Catherine Hahn ta- or right before Agatha takes uh, uh, Wanda away from um, talking to Monica. 
you get a shot of all of the the uh, gardens in front of the houses. Wanda's right. house and her garden is all red and pink flowers. Yeah. Agatha's house is all purple flowers. Yeah. Dottie's house has nothing but yellow flowers in front of it. Yeah. And there's there's speculation that she is also some magic wielding person in Marvel that uses yellow magic. Now, see, I, uh, the the thing about that is that I I feel like that yellow color is so closely tied to the Mind Stone. Okay. That maybe Dottie is not a witch. Maybe she's something else. Maybe an alien. Um, but I I agree. I, I I do agree that there's like potential behind that theory i hope she's saturnine um, i hope she's saturnine or whatever her name is <laughs> um well some some people are convinced the that ruler she's Arcana of other Jones world from the squadron supreme and i'm like they're not gonna touch the we're squadron gonna get the supreme. ruler of other world and this is how we get captain britain all right <laughs> um other people are saying that she's the enchantress from asgard which would make sense because we already have an asgard yeah sure um but um i'm, I'm also seeing that like wanda's version is chaos magic it's red uh agatha's mother's coven which i guess you could argue is quote-unquote good magic was blue is blue right red and blue make purple which means that agatha is like a gray area you know what i mean she's like in between she straddles the line didn't she's Dorma- the window of now time witches. out wasn't dormammu cackling or like crackling with purple magic and mordo using purple magic when he was doing bad yeah. stuff and shit but like, i mean they were all I, using well, no, i think all i think all of the like dormammu aside i think all of the magic users in dr strange manifest as those yellow kaleidoscope you know shapes or whatever case in point on that which i'll let you finish your thought but i do have a comment on that no go for it that was okay. all i was gonna say um marvel has made a absolute distinction especially now in 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 the wandavision that witch is different from sorcerer they have absolutely made an inherent difference in that sorcery is learned from books from all that agatha and scarlet witch okay. apparently have inherent magic they're born with an that's fair to yeah yes. and, and they so are from they, they families of coven distinction and whatnot. yeah and, they, and they like they might enhance their abilities with spell books and stuff like we see in agatha's basement exactly but like you're totally right like everything that people learn in tibet from the ancient one is learned from Kung Fu and right. whatever like Dr. <laughs> Strange like Dr. Magic. Strange Dr. Strange even had to have that weird thing on his fingers you know to make the his sling magic ring. work at the, the sling yeah. ring. thank god they never touched that again um but like yeah yeah so but I think like I'm saying as far as like the purple magic yellow magic I don't think that back when Dr. Strange came out they were thinking in those terms no but you can always Fair. but you can always add that in that makes sense yeah. that but like, I don't in, think Mordo is coming for Wanda or Agatha but because like, if you wanted to, type, if you I wanted agree. to say think, that, yeah. like, if you wanted to tell me that uh, Agatha was a disciple of Dormammu because we already have a Dormammu, which I would have thought would would have been the case, they would have went. I would have been. I'll be like, yeah, fine. Yeah. Um, Dormammu wears so, purple. He wears a purple jumpsuit. Why not? You know. Yeah. <laughs> but on. like, I I also think I, I also think for everybody that's saying Wanda was born with magic powers that makes her a mutant. No. Yeah. No. Magic is not the same as a mutant power. And and um, and people say, well, "What about Ileana? What about Colossus's sister?" Ileana's mutant powers are different from her magic. That's true. She learned yeah. magic later. She learned magic later. Um uh, another thing is that uh uh, uh, uh 
Oh, God damn it. Why do I keep? God, you're the worst at this, Joe. God, you're the worst at this. I know. There are so many things <laughs> swirling around in my head. David, um, uh, we're going to. Well, hang on. I, no, I got no, one he's, or got two. More, he's got more stuff. I walked all over. Okay. I, got, I want one or two more things, and then I'll, I'll let you go to Keith because I know you guys want to get out of here. Um, I don't think we're going to get resolution to this story next week. I don't think we're going to get resolution to Wanda's story. No, I think this entire series is a prequel to Dr. Strange. And I, I know that you guys are saying that we're not going to get Mephisto or anything like that. I I think it's a, it's a 50, 50 toss up. They, the first time Mephisto is, is ever introduced in the comics. It's as a fly. And last week they spent an, awful long time on one gratuitous shot of a fly on the curtain okay so that and a cicada on her mouth that well that fly (laughs) i think that fly was a cicada not a not a fly yeah it was another cicada and what they showed in this episode is that that cicada was nothing it was agatha turned her turned a bird into a cicada turned a whatever like well i think what they were showing us conjured that cicada out of i think what they're showing us is the cicada that was in there is agatha watching her fair like a drone sure. or yeah. something, you know, so a little magic drone, like, and then a so rabbit. No, I, eats it. Like <laughs> I would say, like, well, I don't, I don't think that they're going to reveal Mephisto as like the ultimate villain behind everything. I, I would not be shocked if there is a teaser. Yeah, that's like, oh, now Mephisto has taken notice. I will take well, an, I will take a nerd bet right now. This has nothing to do with Mephisto. Mephisto does not show up because Disney doesn't want the devil in these movies. I don't think that I'm calling it that I think Wanda is going to get sucked into the multiverse at the end of next week's episode. And that the entirety of Dr. Strange in the multiverse of madness is trying to find her. Uh, because I don't, mm. I don't, the, the, you, you guys were talking about the whole fact that she's a villain. Uh, now she was absolutely a villain at the beginning of age of Ultron. Yeah. And then she becomes a hero villain to me requires malicious intent. That's nothing, exactly what I was saying earlier. Yeah, nothing that Does. she has done in WandaVision started from malicious intent. Doesn't matter. It, it, like, it does, does, yes, it does matter. matter. It does. She took over people's minds. She it doesn't, fundamentally it doesn't mean, took people hostage, made them prisoners, and controlled them. Oh, and guess what? Some of them might be dead because of it. So <laughs> it doesn't it does matter because you don't treat people that are sick that do bad things the same way you treat somebody who does things with malice of forethought unless That's not they how it break works. the fucking law which how many laws has she broken she has seceded from the united states effectively okay i mean treason is the first one that comes to mind yeah that's not really you know not not to go political here but that's not really you know meaning much for what's happening in our country fair enough anyway apparently a light treason is no big deal david light treason is what they call a wednesday well she's not she's also not running the country so that's the problem if you were richer (laughs) right yeah it wouldn't be an issue um so good to talk to you David. I, I agree with you, you David. I, I don't. Yeah. See you, buddy. Um, I, I don't think that we're going to see the resolution to Wanda's story. I do think we will see the end of the Westview hex. Yeah. I think we will see those people restored to their natural lives. I think um, so too. Keith, talk to us. What's up, dudes? What's happening? Uh, fart your brains out, farter. Oh man, I'm going to fart them so hard. Oh, gross. Come so I'm, I'm, <laughs> Uh, uh, with the timeline thing that Brian was talking about earlier, like he wasn't sure like why it's taken so long to just have vision in pieces or whatever. They've had vision, in my opinion, they've had vision for exactly as long as since 
the end of Endgame. Yeah. Like, you don't get to take the Vision's body from Tony and Cap because they were still around three weeks ago. <laughs> well, sure, but this is what I was saying in, in conversation earlier uh, somewhere. Uh, is that it's been five years. We don't know what transpired between Tony, Cap, and Sword. I'm positive in, they don't, let, they don't years, let Sword like, take take vision. Like if, if Sword is an is a a government agency that seems on the up and up. Well, also Tony that, is dead. Cap is Tony old, died three weeks ago. Tony, but he's dead. No, Tony just Tony just died three weeks ago. I agree, but I mean oh that doesn't mean they haven't had. Maybe they've only had him for three weeks. Doesn't matter. Um, David yeah. Robbins just said well, I'm, he I'm forgot, the reason he could be in pieces. They don't have a power source to power him up yet. They got it last yeah, night. Yeah. No, they I'm just it. saying that's like that's yeah, like they got it when the they, issue. They got it when Wanda shot down the drone and and, right. and left the hex. And to maybe go the thing them. is like you turn the head on and it goes oh thanks and it sucks its body up and puts itself back together. He's the vision. That we've, could be. That could we've be seen him right do there. crap like that. You know, I mean, this is yeah. the vision. So. I, I, I just, people in the chat are saying things like, oh, so Dr. Doom's not a villain either, huh, Joe? He thinks he's doing the right thing. Or what about Magneto? Back in the day, he wasn't a villain either. He was just Magneto doing the right, right thing. <laughs> no, 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 no. no. Thinking, you're, thinking you're in the right is not the same thing as being out of your right mind. That, yes, those are not the Joe. same thing. I agree. I agree with Joe on this. But if I, if I had a psychotic break and lost my mind and got in my car and drove into a school bus on, and said, I'm doing this on purpose, I've still killed a bunch of people. I'm yeah, still, but you all yes, but they would not the, send you to no. federal pound me in the ass prison. They would send you to a hospital, yeah, they, a maximum they, they charge, security they charge hospital. You with a different, they charge you with a different thing. Like how, uh, sure. uh, uh, I think Ed Kemper is in a maximum facility, maximum prison, prison facility, uh, like hospital. Right. Cause he's a crazy person. Sure. Uh, Regardless of that or somebody, I don't know. Uh, one, another thing was, uh, I think, I think she's a mutant and this is why, because we didn't see her use magic when she was a kid in that scene, but we also know that her and Pietro only survived the experimentation because nobody else did for a reason. And I believe that it's because they're mutants. And uh, I don't think they're inhumans because every inhuman we've seen so far has been from the Terrigen Mists. Agreed. And well, you- I mean, I think, it's, I think it was made very clear in the last episode that it was because of her magic. Well, she did. She did say you messed with that magic. Well, that's okay. We're going to talk about that in a second. She would have. Agatha said you messed with the probabilities. You gently messed with the probabilities and stopped that bomb from exploding. Now, see, Quicksilver is a different story. That was her magic. That was part of the magic. Uh, Agatha was talking about it as though it were part of the magic. Agatha recognized what it was. Unless Agatha doesn't know. What mutants are? I mean, she, well, well, Agatha is there going, "How'd you do this? How'd you do this? How'd you just no, power up?" Doesn't make sense. Specifically, she 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 watched that memory and she was like, "You cast a probability hex." And at the end of it, she's like, "You're the Scarlet Witch." So everything that we see that happened happened as a result of Wanda's magic. Like I, people are so eager to tie this into mutants, and Goddamn I am right. not convinced. <laughs> I'm not that either. The Vision and the Scarlet Witch are going to have anything to do with the mutants in the MCU. I don't think she's a mutant either, but I also don't think I don't think Pietro is fast because he's magic. You know what I mean? No, I think that Wanda protected him from death and that the Infinity Stone gave him powers in the same way that it amped up Wanda's magical abilities. And that's why he's fast. I don't know. That or we're just not going to... Everybody else died except for them. 
Wanda's whole thing is protecting Pietro. Right. Now he's dead, so there's a good chance we just don't have to talk about it. That's the other thing. We just don't follow it. After these, after these eight episodes with one episode to go, I am convinced that this has nothing to do with the mutants or the X-Men and that it's exactly as Kevin Feige has always said since the Sony buyout. And that's that like, you guys need to slow your roll. It's going to be years before we get to the yeah, X-Men. I agree. I don't think this is. It mutants. already has been years though. It's been like what? Two, two years, three years? No, no. Two years, nothing. It's we been more than Fantastic one. I'll give Four. you that, Keith. <laughs> Fantastic Four was just announced. They haven't even cast the thing yet. Yeah. And yeah, like, no. I don't think this is mutants either. I, I agree. I was playing devil's advocate on the Pietro part, but I agree. I don't think this is mutants. I think we're, uh, we're going to lean into the magic stuff because we have two magic movies coming. Yeah. Yeah. And like, and that's fine with me, you yeah. know? Because that was what that was what the first three phases were all about is people gaining abilities through the Infinity Stones. Right. Yeah. And it I mean, totally got- makes it totally makes sense to me that Wanda's got some powers from the Infinity Stone, but she also has this little extra thing, which and, is the magic. And Dottie is Clea, and she's Dottie be- is Clea or <laughs> Arcana Jones or the Enchantress. She's or- Clea. Tied to. I like she's- that. I like that Enchantress thing. That's good. Uh, See, but Clea is like well, uh, tied so uh, closely to Doc Strange. I mean, come on. What's uh, what's, Dorma- yeah. what's Dormammu's weird sister's name? Umar. <laughs> uh, <laughs> it's a family I mean, name. Come on. <laughs> we also. Everybody seems convinced that Nightmare is going to show up, and I'm just like, so I think that's so out of left field. I, it's, I'm just like, I, I agree. It's too wild. late. It's too late I, I now to be like, gotten, I this think we is the bad guy. You know, that's going to be. It, yeah. If they're going to do the like, oh, it turns out it's not dark side. It's giant vampire world that's coming to like break final crisis now. Like, no, you can't. Yeah, do right. That yeah, it's, yeah. It's, yeah, you can't. Uh, I, I like. I think. I think. Uh, yeah, I, I think that at this point, if we do see a larger villain, it's going to be something to the effect of like a more powerful magical character like Mephisto or Nightmare has taken notice. Yes. Of what mm-hmm. Wanda is capable yep. of, yes. and that's going to lead into Doctor Strangey stuff. I agree. Yeah, but and this anything like anything larger than what's happening right now is going to happen in the movies. I think what we're getting right now is Agatha versus Wanda versus Vision versus Sword. I agree. They've the told end. a personal yeah, story I'm, this whole time. That. There's no reason why they would take away from that personal story by saying, "Oh, it's all set up to reveal this guy." You know, yeah, that would really cheat things. It's so much fun, though. It is fun. This whole thing. And I, I again, I did not dislike the episode last night. I just did not think it was the big surprise that some people <laughs> thought it was. It turned out to be exactly it. what we thought it I was. I loved it, too. I loved it, too. Oh, Tony, uh, Tony in the chat says, wait, is Wanda speaking at CPAC? There are villains. <laughs> <laughs> um, the uh, one, one other thing I wanted to talk about was Superman and Lois being, I'm with Joe, man. It is so good. It, it, scratched every itch for Superman that I wanted. Like, uh, I was just so tickled. I was tickled. I loved it. I mean, like it, it had its hooks in me in the first five minutes where yeah. they did that scene from Superman for all seasons. Yeah. I like, oh, I like so the good. things. I like the things they did with the Superman. I just, there's, 
half of this story that I am not interested in at all. And we'll talk about it more on Wednesday. I want to oh, see a I Superman know, I know story. I what it is for you. I want to see a Superman story. And when I want to watch kids have sex, I'll watch Riverdale. Thanks. <laughs> <You know>? <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, come on. But, like, you got to admit that, like, like, so they just took what Bendis and everybody has been doing with Superman, like, on the comics and just, like, amped it up by adding another kid. Mm-hmm. You know, like, it. but it's like, like, Jonathan Kent in the comics is fucking amazing. I love Jonathan. Like, I love, I yeah. love that story. And the fact that we're kind of getting something kind of similar to that story is just, I'm so happy with it. I'll like, talk about that exact subject this Wednesday on the show. So I know, I'm not going to go into it now, I, but. but I just wanted to make it known that I stand with Joe. Fair enough. Thank you. Fair enough. Uh, Keith, good to talk okay. to you. I'm glad you rolled no, out of the yeah, rack buddy. this morning. Real- Real Hell quick, yeah. while while Keith is on the line. Oh, I just uh, I just muted him again. Oh, it's fine. Okay. Uh, Get out of here. I'm sure he, he's. <laughs> you're done. Well, Get out. <laughs> uh, Frank Cirillo in the chat dropped a link to small-screen.co.uk, where we always go for our hard-hitting Hollywood news. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I'm sorry. I'm not trying to make fun of you, Frank. Um, We're making fun of small. This, head, this headline. <laughs> We're making says, fun of Wanda British Vision. people, not you, Frank. <laughs> uh, this article is from yesterday. It says WandaVision episode ten confirmed by Disney in new teaser trailer. So I don't know. That's where Nightmare and Mephisto show up, and it turns out they're both doing it. Oh no! And then we have a tag team: Vision versus uh, Vision and Vision versus Mephisto and Nightmare. <laughs> Now, I, I think the, what this, uh, they are interpreting uh, this teaser very incorrectly. Um, it, there, was a, there was a teaser on Instagram or Twitter, I guess, uh, for the new episode um, where it says, only two episodes left. The eighth episode of Marvel Studios is uh, WandaVision is now streaming. That does not mean there are two new episodes after no, the eighth episode. That means two episodes. Episode eight, episode nine. Yes, <laughs> right. Uh, it's like when you are watching TV on network television and they say one more episode before the finale, before the episode you're about to watch, they mean that that's the episode before the finale. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I, I, I don't think there's going to be a 10th episode. No, I, I in fact, I don't really think that w- the way the Internet is everywhere and paparazzi and stuff like we would know. Yeah. They, we would absolutely know by now been filming. We would absolutely know by now. And Disney is not the kind of company that's going to like keep that super secret and quiet. They're going to say like people are watching WandaVision, tell them there is more WandaVision. So they absolutely yeah, right. stay there to come yeah, yeah, and yeah, see yeah, WandaVision. Yeah. Not, We're not going to like, this is not like some secret, you know, like, Oh man, it's one of those <laughs> bars where you got to go into the alley and you knock on the door and there's a secret no, bar yeah. downstairs. That's not ooh, interested in making like a, money. Ooh. <laughs> A, a speakeasy, speak- bro. It's a speakeasy. Like, somebody ought to tell the old timey speakeasy bartenders that this shit is legal. <laughs> right. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. Right. Like Disney's not going to do anything to convince people that they can stop watching. Right. Yeah. Feel free to cancel Disney. We're done. Thanks. No. <laughs> turns out we weren't. <laughs> Woo. Got you. <laughs> no. Uh, Guys, this has been great. It, it, like, Frank. Frank wraps it up by saying you know when you want something so bad you'll just latch onto anything yeah i totally get it man i like i get it miss branch get peter parker on the phone yes mr jameson okay it's voicemail time in the ziggurat hey joe and matt it's tony mathers uh joe i wanted to say thank you for your ted talk about uh supergirl on the last episode 
Uh, yeah. Every time I read the uh, Death of Superman book, whenever they cut away to that weird version of Supergirl with Lex Luthor and then how it got smashed, I never understood that when I was a kid. I just thought it was like some weird experiment of Lex Luthor. That <laughs> Nobody <was> understood it. <laughs> weird. But uh, thanks for that. Had to listen to it twice to get my head around it. And uh, Matt, <laughs> thanks for the equipment recommendation. Hopefully uh, I got everything ordered. Should be up and podcasting myself soon in about a couple weeks. Nice. But uh, I just wanted to call in and talk about uh, WandaVision. And, you know, spoilers through episode eight. Um, I'm really, still really enjoying it. Uh, I did think it was kind of cheeky how in an interview, Paul Bettany said that in this show, there's an actor he's always wanted to work with since he was a little boy. And, you know, it was himself. I just thought that was kind of funny. But there's since one he was a little major boy, that's right. hole that's really sticking out for me. How did S.W.O.R.D. get Vision's body? I find it very hard to believe that any Avenger, let alone Captain America, would let anyone take another Avenger. I mean, robot or not. I mean, he was, Vision was so human, he had his own will and testimony and, you know, and bought property and all that kind of stuff. So I just, I find it hard to believe that, I just don't know how S.W.O.R.D. got a hold of him. So uh, I do know that recently in an interview, the, Russo brothers said about Captain America, how when uh, he went back in time and went with Peggy, that was actually a separate timeline. So that kind of answers that question that we all had about why did Cap let Hydra still take over shield and all that. So he basically just lived his own life in a parallel universe and then came back to ours after uh, Peggy died to give the shield over. So uh, hopefully they have an answer for that about vision, but uh, thanks guys. I still, still love the show. Keep up the great work. Talk to you later. Love you too, buddy. We talked Thanks, about it, we talked about it a little bit, but yeah, I mean, like, how how did Sword get the visions? Oh, like, I, I I don't really think that that's a huge plot point. I I think that Sword is a government organization that specializes in super weapons. Sure, but I mean, like, his body was left in Wakanda. That right? advanced technology, yes. So why would Wakanda, Wakanda hand that, which over? was left without its head of state and chief scientist? I mean, I guess, but and I like I I don't think it's. I don't think it's out of the realm of possibility for Tony and Cap and whoever else to say, look, you know, yeah, what are we supposed to do? Put him in the ground, you know? Like, what were they going to do with him? Right. Leave him in Wakanda? Why? Why would they leave him in Wakanda? I mean, they left Bucky there. (laughs) (laughs) Bucky turned to dust. There was nothing to collect. Vision's no, body was before that. Bucky was in Wakanda. They left him there to be safe. They, they, yes, they put. They left Bucky in Wakanda yeah. while Wakanda was, was still intact, so that they the could help him heal. Whatever. That's so. totally different. <laughs> Just say. Um, but yeah, like I, I, I really don't think it's as big a deal as people are, are, are thinking it is. I, th- I just think like it's one of those things. Maybe they secretly, s- clandestinely stole it. Yeah. Oh well, that's probably that's probably not true because Wanda just like walked in the front door as though she had an appointment. You know, she's like, I'm here to see so and so for my ten o'clock. Uh, well, that doesn't mean they're and, not doing. Uh, the CIA has buildings you can walk in to meet with people, and they're doing yes, clandestine I know, shit but all like, the time. It, it, like I'm saying that if they had like secretly taken her body, she wouldn't have just walked in and asked to see it. She would have like there would have been a different kind of thing there. I suppose. Is, what I'm, is now, my point. Monica told her that Sword had the body, right? They never say. They never show. They never say how Wanda knew. The all we all we see 
is Hayward showing Monica the video. Oh, that's right. And of I'm, Wanda allegedly storming in and stealing the body. I'm also forgetting that that this thing we saw last night is in the past where she went to visit, you know, or, right. Or whatever, yes. So. And she left peacefully. Right. Before any of like this she, happened. So like she was like, I can't feel you. You're not in there. And she just left. Right. Uh, and, and so like, yeah, I mean, I don't know. I, I think that there are any number of reasons why Sword would have ended up with the Vision's body. I don't really think it's that yeah, big of a deal. Yeah, I don't think it's that big of a deal either. It is an unanswered question, but it's not that big of a deal. I mean, that's fair. It's an unanswered question, but there are lots of unanswered questions sure. that probably have no bearing on the future. All right. John Luttrell had, hey boys, is, oh, came up with the I, question. I, I do really, I real quick, I do want to thank Tony for thanking me. Uh, for the Supergirl dissertation, John Tverdick also thanked me in the something. chat because of his relationship with those 90s comics. It, and I'm just very whew, pleasantly surprised that it resonated with at least 10 people. <laughs> well, if nothing else, it was amazing that you could just rattle that shit off. <laughs> so, Buddy, that's why we keep him around, folks. Huh? <laughs> I, might, I might forget important stuff, but yeah. never the dumb Man, shit. And you need to know why Comet the, uh, Comet the Super Horse turned into a centaur and became the angel of love. I got your guy. <laughs> yeah, 402-819-4894. Take it away, John Luttrell. Hey boys, this is John. Thought I'd call in with my answer for the question of the week, which was mine. And I almost missed it because I always listen to you guys about a week late, but was listening to you this morning. So a couple of the nerdy hobbies that have eluded me my entire life. One for sure, and this goes back to me being like five or six, is I always wanted to get into metal detecting. Um, and I guess more recently, <laughs> the hobby of doing magnet fishing, um, where you just throw a magnet off a bridge with a magnet rope on it, fishing. Re reel in whatever you find. I have no aspirations that I find anything worthwhile. I just think it'd be fun and it'd be a good thing to do and like sit around, drink with your buddies and just throw magnets off bridges. But to tie it more into uh, the two headed nerd subject matter, I loved dressing up for, for Halloween as a kid, and even into my 20s. The thing is, is I should have probably gotten into cosplay. I love it. I love seeing people in their costumes. I used to love dressing up and doing things. I think the work and craft of making your costume with all the different kind of materials is frankly badass. My big barrier was I did it one time. I dressed up as a real generic space pirate that was modeled after uh, one of them that was on some random ship that Corsair was helming in, I don't know, some 2000 comic. The the funny thing is, I don't really have an affinity for Corsair or, or the space pirates. I just like to look Star at jammers. it. Star I, I could pull it Come off on, in man. a couple days <laughs> and wear it around. But the thing that sucked is I spent my whole day, even though nobody knew who I was, taking pictures with people. Or posing for pictures, I guess, more accurately. And I was only at, like, a very small convention. And, I mean, it was years ago when not as many people dressed up um, in cosplay. Kind of turned me off on the whole deal there. But I find big inspiration in those cosplayers that just dress up at home for, like, no random reason. Or, you know, uh, do it for a stream or, or whatever. Like, I think that's a cool part of the hobby. Anyways, boys, you have a great one. Let's talk about cosplay. Thanks, John. Just for a second. Uh... You know, just a, a real quick aside, Matt Baum used to like to go to comic book conventions and pretend that costume people were hitting him in the junk or yeah. killing him. Get pictures of, of people in cosplay beating the shit out of me. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Loved it. I don't have a problem with cosplay. In fact, when I see good cosplay, I'm like, that kicks ass. There is an element of cosplay 
that is very look at me, look at me, look at me. And that can, well, that's the point. Can be a little annoying. <laughs> so, I, so I understand why John John saying he didn't like that part. People are like, oh, take my picture of this stuff like that. Well, that's part of the game. You want everybody to look at you and get your picture taken and crap like that. So, I mean, you got to be a certain kind of person that's into it. I'm not saying there's anything wrong with it. It is what it is. Not for me. Yeah, I mean, I've never, ever, ever had an inclination to put on a costume to go to a convention ever. No. I don't care. But I do appreciate a good costume at a comic convention. I'm like, oh, that is awesome. Right. Like, good job. Um, I'll, I'll tell you where it starts. Like, there's a line, you know, like, it, it's like a bell curve. Right? You show, oh, here's the uh, line. Where it's like, you show up at the movie theater in a costume, you're a dork. All right. That <laughs> depends. If it's an event you or a premiere. You are right. a dork. Okay. <laughs> But it's like a bell curve where it's like, awesome, 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 awesome. And then at the top of the bell curve, it's like, we cosplay for money and we have sponsorships. And and that's when I'm just like, I'm not interested. And then it also goes very quickly to porn. <laughs> like right. so fast. Um, but like, but like, like, but just like the normal, the normal schmoes that are just like, yeah, I built uh, even the impressive costumes that are just built by people that are doing it because they love it. Like. Um, I watched, uh, uh, um, Comic-Con the movie, which is a Morgan Spurlock documentary on Amazon prime. Uh, and one of the vignettes in Comic-Con the movie was about this team of cosplayers that, uh, spent an entire year, like building costumes to go as the squad from mass effect. Yeah. So Shepard and Rex uh, like this dude had an amazing Krogan costume with a motorized mouth that worked. Yep. And like, and like just watching them, like their trials and how things failed and how they figured out how to like, that is like, yes, great job. You guys are the best. You're awesome. You did this in your garage. Um, that's the sort of thing that I like, or, you know, you, like when you show up with a group of friends and you're the JSA, yeah. like you're all the JSA, well, the dude yeah, that I'm, made the, for that the dude that made the Optimus prime costume that he can literally like kneel down and turn into oh, a yeah, truck yeah, he folds up into that a truck. kicks ass <laughs> like heavy and that into takes that. an immense amount of talent. But it's like, if you're the person that's like designing costumes to put on busty spokes models and shit like that, that don't give a fuck yeah. about it, you know, and right. like are being paid to stand around and get ogled. Like that's kind of gross. Sorry, it's kind of gross. Yeah, like, you know, I'm saying they're fully empowered. And if you like being ogled, good for you. I'm not saying don't do it, but that's different. It's just not, (laughs) I'm not a fan of it. Yeah. Uh, But, you know, it's like you said, it's like pornography. Uh, I can't define the line, but I know it when I've, when it's been crossed. Right. (laughs) You know what I mean? Uh, we got one, we got a message from John Tverdick and I don't agree. I don't disagree with him here. He's talking about you and Keith talking about how Wanda isn't in her right mind. He said, it's the seed of the same logic that leads to white school shooters being taken into custody and labeled as troubled, or perhaps I would extend it to the Patriots that stormed the Capitol with the best of intentions in mind. (laughs) Villain crime is crime and a villain is a villain and she has made herself a villain. So they're going to have to figure out a way to get her out of this or she's going away. One of the two baby, but you can't have a character that can enslave an entire town, whether she's upset or not. (laughs) You can't have that. You know, I I understand. I understand that there's a line to be drawn between it's our problem with Hyperion. We were mental illness and criminal intent, but there is a point beyond criminal intent where 
a mental illness has to come into play and a crime is not a crime I in every instance. totally disagree when it comes down to someone I, with superhuman abilities. Hyperion, for example, who we were talking about, like, he's a real problem character. Not because he's evil, but he's easy to be manipulated and turned into the most powerful evil thing in the world. Oh, this you is, mean the sentry? No, no, we were talking about Hyperion specifically when we were talking about the upcoming Marvel event and how he's easily mind controlled and always ends up a bad guy. Oh, uh, see, I thought you were talking about the Sentry no. and how he's, how he's easily manipulated until he becomes the Void. No, 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 no. I'm talking about poor old Hyperion, who's not a bad guy. Well, I mean, but, but it's six know, of one, half dozen of the other. It's like you have a nuclear <laughs> missile with the best of intentions, but if somebody gets a hold of it, they could blow up an entire city, <laughs> you know? But it's not the nuclear missile's fault. Great. Still a nuclear missile and people are still dead. You're going to go to your family's funeral and be like, oh, I'm sorry for that nuclear missile. I feel so bad for them. <laughs> like, no, they shouldn't have been in that position. And it's bad news. And they're too dangerous. And it's easy to make an argument. The Scarlet Witch is too dangerous to live. That's going to be the argument that they are going to make. I mean, Oof, that's you know what? That's the difference between you and me, because I don't think we make those kinds of decisions in a in a civilized society. It happens. It, it, we're talking about a cinematic movie yeah, no, universe. I get it. I get it, buddy. You're that telling can me literally crack the world in half if they wanted. You're, to. you're telling me this there is, aren't people that exist in this world that are. I'm not talking about that. Live. I'm talking about why people look at Lex Luthor and go, "Yeah, he's right. Superman's too dangerous." That you know, it's the same type argument. Lex Luthor believes that Superman could be a weapon, and because of the amount of power he has, he's inherently dangerous. Scarlet Witch has really just demonstrated. Super, I don't really believe that Lex Luthor believes that. I think that Lex Luthor covets Superman's power and is jealous. Sure, whatever. At taking a back seat to him, but it's a very effective argument that he can make, and that got him elected president at one point. Yes, <laughs> but I mean that's a disingenuous argument because that's not really his position. Doesn't matter. Now you can like very Luther easily actually say, believe, oh, the heights humanity could reach if only it I wasn't don't for disagree, Superman. But that doesn't matter. You make the argument and Superman is a villain in a lot of people's eyes. Scarlet Witch takes over a town and it's very easy to say this person is too powerful to be allowed to walk around in polite society. Look what and she did when she got Dr. upset. Strange takes her away. What happens when she gets upset next time? She is effectively a scary villain now. <laughs> Whether she was upset or not. In fact, everyone in the world that doesn't know her personally or know what she went through isn't going to know that she was upset about her dead robot husband. And if they found out, they might be like, isn't that guy a fucking robot? <laughs> you know, it's just, That's the position we're in now. That's what I'm saying. So we will see what they do. We will see what they do. You and I are at odds on this philosophical. <laughs> All right. We got to get out of here. We'll be back. No, we have to answer the question. Oh, yeah. Set up the new question. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, pole vaulting was mine, actually. I always That's wanted to go into pole vaulting. Tell that to all the pole vaulters. Go ahead, Joe. You look them in the face and tell them that. That's not a hobby. It's a, it's I won't a do calling. It. <laughs> a calling. Uh, so really, what is the, what is a hobby that you always wanted to get into but never did? I mean, I I just tried a bunch of stuff. One of the ones that like I never really got down on, like Gundam. I love the idea of Gundam, and I love the world, and I love the robots and shit. But I've never really like sunk myself into it and said I'm gonna I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna watch a whole Gundam series or read a whole Gundam comic or something like that. I just I never did, and and I think it's because they're so 
dry. <laughs> so dry. <laughs> like I, I've tried a little bit here and just went, uh, they go back off. Legos is another one. Lego. Oh, like, yeah. Whenever no, I, I go to like somebody's house and they've got like a Lego fucking Death Star or they've got that gigantic, you know, Lego Millennium Falcon or something. I'm like, that is so cool. But I just, there's not a part of me that needs that in my house and needs to spend that time putting it together. You know what I mean? I think it's right. awesome. I, I just, I, I don't know. I can't do it. Yeah. No, I like, I don't, uh, I've, I've never really had any desire to get into Lego building. Um, I never had Legos as a kid. Uh, I did. You know, uh, yeah. I don't know. I don't know why I didn't. Uh, maybe I just never expressed any interest in them, but like, it's like, I feel yeah, it, it when I see it too. Like we, we, last time I was in New York, we went to the Lego store just so I could look around. Look, like, I think it's shit cool. is like, awesome. I think that, I, just, I think that people that are really great at building Lego, uh, Lego things. I think it's awesome. I love to see awesome Lego creations. Um, I don't care about building them. Yeah. I just um, never got into it. A hobby, though, that I wish that I had gotten into that, you know, I always feel kind of a, a twinge of regret uh, is board games. Like so many of our friends get so into like these modern board games. Yeah. And I admit, like I play them and they're a ton of fun. They're great. I, like I can count on one hand the number of times I've actually sat down with people to play a board game like Dominion or or right. uh, whatever, and that is with you guys. And every time I did, I had a fantastic time. Sure, but I but also like, wasn't uh, like I'm going to buy more board games. I'm going to be yeah, board right. game guy. <laughs> you know? Well, and like it's and that's and that's just it. It's like first of all, it's an investment in time, money, and space. Uh, I don't have. Any, I have maybe one of the three. Well, you're at also any in given time. Currently, you'd be endangering your life too. So, <laughs> well, yeah, I mean that's another thing. You, 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 you got to do it in person. But like, I also feel like that there. It's like, it's like choosing a, no, a new, no, a new modern novel. You know, that's not one of the classics or one that's been recommended by a billion people by a very famous author. It's like I, I'm crippled by too many choices. I'll extend like, that to choosing to read a book that doesn't have pictures in it. <laughs> <laughs> that's not it for me uh but yeah it's just like i i don't know where i would even begin and i just don't have as as much fun as it seems i just don't think that i would be able to commit sure to to being a board game guy yeah no i hear you I, like i always have fun every time i play like a good board game i have a great time with it but i'm not board game guy i just yeah too much other shit going on, you know? Right. Yeah. Exactly. I get too many naked people to look at on the internet. I'm a busy guy. <laughs> you know how it goes. All right. Uh, yeah, yeah. Tell me about it. We will be back this Wednesday talking new comics and nerd TV returns. We're going to talk about Superman and Lois. Join us then. We will not be here next Saturday, but Saturday after that, we will be back. It will be March. Hopefully, it will be spring. There will be leaves and flowers blooming. It's going to be gorgeous. It's going to be amazing. Can't wait. March, March, March the seventh or the sixth? March the sixth. Who even knows? Who can even count? That's next uh, Saturday, buddy. It's the oh, you're right. That's it's, next it'll be Saturday. the thirteenth, yeah. baby. Oh, time travel. There you go. Well, until then, sink your minds into this new question of the week. It's a bit of a flip side to this week's question, and it was submitted slash inspired by Ryan Hebrews Mount via Twitter. I say inspired because I took his question and I kind of added to it. Okay. Uh, what other nerdy hobbies are you into 
besides comics. Oh, okay. So what do you get into that's not like not comics related? Sure. Uh, Ryan, Ryan says, recently I've started collecting sports cards and it is complicated. Yeah. It's, it's variant system is wild and it's hard to just pick up and get into it. Uh, he wants to know uh, what difficulties did you have getting into other nerdy hobbies and did you have trouble getting into comics as a, as a, well, you know, whenever you started. Um, so yeah, it's kind of a multi-part question. Answer any or all of the parts. Uh, what other hobbies are you into? Uh, did you have any trouble getting into them? And did you have any trouble getting into comics? Are you having trouble getting out? Or do you feel trapped? Do you, like, <laughs> is it, are you, is it just when you think you're out, they pull you back in? Do you in? need help? I mean, you know, like, are there people you can talk to? You're not alone. That's all we're saying. All right. Show us on, show us, show us on this, uh, uh, six million dollar man Bigfoot where the comic book touched you. <laughs> All right. We're done here. <laughs> we'll see you not next Saturday, but Saturday after. My name is Matt Bomb. My name is Joe Patrick, and, and I am exhausted from yeah. this yeah. episode. <laughs> this is the Do It a Nerd signing off.